Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode number 210 of the Vex on Vex Podcast. Radio installment number 42. Good morning, Dave. How are you, sir? How are you, sir? I'm fantastic. The way you pronounce that reminds me of something we were discussing off microphone from three months ago in our lives. What were we discussing? Oh, that guy. (laughs) And then I watch this thing. What's it on? And they say it. It's like, I think it's on a podcast. Oh, hold on. The Bonfire, which I've been really getting into. The old episodes from like four years ago for some reason. John Quimby said morning to you. Morning, John Quimby. That's steel. He's a thing. He's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. A whole thing. Like the whole thing? Like me? No, no. He doesn't have a vagina. And and we're we're sorry about getting you uh, Facebook banned. No, third party-ish. Oh, yeah, John Quimby got banned. No, he was kicked out of a group, I think. So he wasn't banned per se. Yeah, I mean... (laughs) Not the centipede. You hurt his feelings. He's still upset. I'm sorry about that. It's like a week later. I said I'm sorry about that. I'm 100 not sorry about casting aspersions. (laughs) You are you are the middleman in the gay orgy. You are the gay nothing happy Pierre. Lucky Pierre. The lucky Pierre. That should be the name of somebody's band. I feel like somebody should start a band called Lucky Pierre. That's it. Ladies and gentlemen, tonight live from my bathroom, Lucky Pierre. I don't know how to spell Pierre, actually. Then where do you put the umlauts or whatever the fuck it is, the accents? The umlaut is the two dots. Yeah, I don't know how to do it. It's foreign. The, I, I used to go to Lithuanian school when I was a child. And it, when you think that, not the grade school that was Lithuanian, on Saturdays, I'd have to go to a different school. Fuck that. In the hood. And learn Lithuanian and conjugate verbs. Like, as if conjugating verbs in English isn't difficult enough. I found it pretty simple, but... All right, well, look at the big brain on Brad. What Check the out the big brain on Brad. I'm not saying it was all right. It wasn't like backbreaking labor, but yeah, it wasn't geez. fun. Oh my! He make me want to say inappropriate things that we can't say on the microphone. Right. Say whatever the fuck. Say whatever no. That's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> but in this particular instance, I know what you're speaking of. Of course you do. We have a weird telepathy because off microphone, I'm annoyed about a line from a movie from 33 years ago. And then you're like, oh, this line. Yeah. How the fuck did you know that? Because it's annoyed me for that long, too. So in the original totally out of place and makes no sense. In the book. Original Total Recall, which is a far superior film to this Colin Farrell bullshit. 100 percent better film. I love that movie so much. The fucking big baddie villain who is also the previous big baddie villain then friend in Beverly Hills Cop. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah, uh, the actor's name is Ronnie Cox. Why do you know that? I have no clue. <laughs> but not only is he the main villain in Total Recall, but then uh, again, villain then friend in Beverly Hills Cop. And then does he get killed in like Beverly Hills Cop 2 or also, something? He is also uh the CEO of Omnicorp and Robocop. Fuck, he is. Yes. 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 I had to kill Bob Morton because he made a mistake. <laughs> now it's time to erase that mistake. So fucking good. What's the dollar thing? I'd buy that for a dollar. Why was that a hook through the entire film? <laughs> I have no idea, but it's awesome. So discussing movies. And again, I'm 30 years <laughs> later and I still say it all the time. I'm 30. 
that we're discussing films from 35 years ago, and we're wondering why we have like a niche market. And now, a had no point was this planned out at all. This happened three minutes ago, and I don't know why we're talking. About. I just love Total Recall so much. But let's discuss the one uh, abstract line that you don't understand in the film, and we both don't. Derek said, Dead or Alive, you're coming with me. Robocop, Dead or Alive, <laughs> you're coming with me. I enjoy the part where he shoots the raper through the women's legs right in the dick hole. That's fucking amazing. I want to know why every car in the future is a Ford. It's not just a Ford. It's a Ford Taurus. <laughs> every car. Every car. Every car. Sponsored by Ford. <laughs> 100%. The Tastemaker. <laughs> no, that's from the, the Mentos commercial. The Freshmaker. Man. 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 I remember it in a different way. Yeah. I have this uncanny ability to remember... 75% of a quote yeah. and then murder the other 25% on a constant basis. And yet somehow I know the other 25% every single time. Every every time. single time. That's why this works. <laughs> is that is that the magic of it? I just, possibly. Someone with holes in his brain and someone know. with none. Man, we don't know why any of this works. We don't know what we're doing. Mm. We have no fucking idea. I saw a case study on this this morning while preparing everything before you arrived. Oh, let's hear it. We're both narcissists, it turns out. You think? Well, no, I don't think, but that's the case study. Like, so to not be in entertainment really, because we're just musicians, and be able to sit down and carry this for hours and hours and hours and never really have an issue, and I'd be like, I don't know what to say. That never that shit never fucking happens ever. No. We might be narcissists. <laughs> so yeah, I don't. I gotta be honest. I think my most recent ex-wife might be an actual narcissist for real. So for me, and I'd never experienced one in my adult life before that. They're a treat. So I don't think we really are. I don't know. I was told by a girl one time that I'm a sociopath because she saw my signature, and she was one of those people that were into like, like the way people write stuff, like can tell you things. I'm about kind of into that a little you bit. You know what I'm talking about? And if you sign your name in a way that the first letter of either your first or last or both names sort of is is dominant and jumping out at the other letters, um, it, it, it's a sign of a possible sociopath. We all have issues. All right, so go, go ahead. I don't know if it's cool to show your signature on Well, that. your first name you can write, can't you? Yeah. Dave, my first letter is so obnoxious. Now, did you write your first letter? All right, I'll sign my own. That's your first name. That's your first name. All right, ready? Wow, it's more obnoxious than mine. Yeah. All right. Hold on, Tiff. I don't think mine's really that obnoxious. Signing signatures. I like the fact that you added a little uh, flair to yours. That's well, fancy. Yours isn't that fancy. No, mine's not that. Her whole name's obnoxious. However, now I want you to see something really bad. Because as some of yes. Derek said you are both far from being narcissists. I have known plenty. Okay, Derek, but what about me? Thanks, uh -huh. Derek. He's not sure about you. Here's the real good one. Now, as some of you may know, I go by Dave, but that is not my first name. We'll stick with that. So this time, I will sign my entire name. <laughs> Show this on, on screen? I don't give a shit. Okay. <clears throat> what are you going to steal from me? Identity theft. All right. So there's the obnoxious Vex. 
And if you notice, that's the male genitalia symbol. It kind of is, yes. You're Austin Powers in this fucker. Then there's the Dave. That's a big fucking D. Yeah. Tiffany's entire name is extra as fuck. It is extra. Now, Dave's entire legal name... Hold on, am I doing this right? There we go. There it is. Is fucking madness. Yeah. You're Sweeney Todd in this motherfucker. That's cool. I'm fine with that. Okay, Michael Gregory said, sorry I'm late. Was up last night helping dog piss mattress get its Halloween costume. Settled on a white sheet with holes in it because it wants to be a ghost like Cartman was. Wait a minute. But Cartman you made, wasn't a ghost. You made, Cartman was a Klansman. <laughs> You made friends with the cunt? Mm, I'm going to need some specifics. I'm going to get him in straight trouble. Or was it just the, the mattress itself? Was he decorating the mattress with a sheet? No, it says, I was up late last night helping dog piss mattress. <laughs> 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 Breaking news. I'm going to get him in straight trouble. He'll never answer. He's not that dumb. He's not that dumb. He's watching it ring and not clicking it off. That's a bad sign. <laughs> Michael Gregory yeah. said, no, dog piss mattress was lonely. Derek said, Tip, I'm still trying to get over the thought of the big fat dude putting his stomach on your back. <laughs> You're not a narcissist. Well, I, oh, it's so gross. How do you think I felt? I mean, yeah. I'm sorry about very that. Degrading. And no, but heavy. Very well, heavy. here's the thing. Like, all right. Never mind. I'm not getting into this. Yes, it was very heavy. Yes. <laughs> I'm not getting into this. <laughs> but he would in fact get into it. <laughs> get into it. I've been advised recently that I'm really getting into the bear hug aspect towards the end of the coitus. More so than I did when I was a younger Vex, I suspect. I don't know why I'm digging that so much. We have never had the coitus. Yeah, you struggled. I think if you'd have went with the hug, everything would have been fine, but you pulled away and I heard a... How do you think I felt? Out of commission for like six to eight weeks. <laughs> I was Would you like to tell me how this happened? I think you were playing the fucking nail. All right. Dave was drunk. Well, there's a shock. So, Say some shit that makes no sense. Shit. All right. So I had a show and I was intoxicated. Lies. I feel like, I feel like the populace could have already determined that. All right. So it's a show. It's it's a pistol razor show. Yeah. I'm not playing, but I'm happy to be there. I think that's the night Firepants broke my Corvette door. Oh, remember that? It's not allowed in that car anymore, by the way. Fucking midget. So where the fuck is she, by the way? Not that we're bitter. Ooh. Hold that thought. Michael Gregory said, although there was a bone sighting last night, I'm suspicious since he asked for three fifty. <laughs> <laughs> Take a screenshot. Oh, did you check the YouTube feed? Just check it for Vine. And Firepants said I'm right here. Hey, Firepants. Remember when you broke my fucking Corvette door? So, here we go. It's We drive in the Corvette. We go to the to the show at the Nail. It looks good, sounds good. Good. It was like spring-ish, right? This is a while ago. And Johnny Mac's obviously going to play. And I'm so happy to see Tiffany that I give her a nice bear hug. But she's like, ah! And she pulls from the bear hug. And I hear... And I literally broke her rib. Like, That's... I literally, it cracked. Like, <clears throat> Couldn't breathe. No. Clearly, don't fight me, because I'll just pump, punch you in the ribs, I guess. He, 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 he kicked me off the ground. I didn't like that. <laughs> like, just give a fucking hug 
walk away. Yeah, now I have to like with g- fucking gingerly touch with like light glove. Not even. So Firepan said, and you should shut the door for me. Yeah, obviously we have to because you can't handle the fucking door. <laughs> Too complicated of a process with your small girl brain. Like you know, expand on that. <clears throat> explain to us how she broke the door of your car. So yeah, the Corvette itself is twenty nine years old. So last year it was twenty eight years old. Is it a year or two years ago, Tiff? Two years. Two years. So the car is relatively, for me, new. So 27 years old. And um, it's an old car. And it's 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 an old sports car. I keep saying the word old. That doors are a little heavy. So you got to kind of pop them. You know what I mean? Now, they're all lined up and everything. But she just, I don't know, the, the, the leverage. Even the car sits low to the ground. She's so short, she can't close the fucking thing. And she broke a latch off inside of it. Oh. And then it wouldn't open from the inside. So I had to fucking pay a mechanic, blah, blah, blah. But King Sam reassembled it for me, ironically enough, because the mechanic came and fixed it and then didn't put it back together. And there's like the door frames hanging off for a month. And Sam's like, I'll fix it for you. And he did. He was awesome, thank God, because I don't know how to fuck do that shit. That was nice of him. He's the man. So, how we get on this topic? Oh, our signatures make us look like sociopaths. (laughs) Socio or psycho? Sociopath. Well, that whole giant dominant letter. But I think I was taught that by a girl named Jen Wojo. When I was like 11 or 12, like they were like, did you ever work in your signature? And I'm like 11 or 12. And I'm like, nah. And like, this is, this is your signature. It was her, Jen. Um, okay, I'm fucking Jen Gargiulo was her last name. I thought mine just kind of looked kind of rock star. So no, but 11, I wasn't thinking rock star. I was just thinking, oh, Hey, you know, I'm trying to pee into the bowl now and not hit the wall. That's, <laughs> that's what I'm going for at 11. I'm still trying to do that. I've mastered it actually. Pretty good. <laughs> Screenshot. <laughs> Pretty good. Oh, Johnny Mac and <clears throat> Gregory can go toe to toe today. They can have like a fallout. That's every time. Where's Derek's fucking quote of the week? Yeah, he, he shit the bed. No, didn't he give us that fucking the reference from Robocop? He did. Oh, he did. Let me, let me, Dead or Alive, you're coming, Dead or alive, you're coming with me. Right. I'd buy that for a dollar? I'd buy that for a dollar. Where the fuck is that guy now? We have a producer. We should look that up. That dude? They go, I'll buy that for a dollar, guy. No, he's been in other films. No, I disagree. You disagree? I don't think so. I think he has a, a wide and varied career at IMDb. Do you think he has a, a solid IMDb <laughs> history I think so. I seriously do, too. I'm not being sarcastic. And why do I remember that so profoundly from the film? Is beyond my comprehension. Uh, I've watched that movie a lot of times because I love it. I haven't. No? I've I seen it like Robert a good four or five, but not Robert a lot. Robert solid. To- <laughs> okay, is that it? It's the only IMDb entry. That's what it says. Oh my there god, go. that's so upsetting. I thought he was a thing. Not a thing. Derek said, "I'm not clever enough to ever get a quote of the week." LOL. Okay, Derek, that's shit. Don't say that. Don't say that. Um, that gets a kick in the nuts. Michael Gregory said he shit the bed. The dog pissed mattress is single and maybe interested. <laughs> Stay far, far away from that. What's no. that look for? Don't Should we that. drive by once a week, me, and piss on the mattress and back Michael Gregory's house? I mean, I don't know. It would make for a good story. It's very illegal, it and turns out. How illegal? Well, it is Philly. Like stealing man illegal? No. Oh, my God. That story. 
And seriously, the statute of limitations had. I don't know a federal. I don't know. I don't know. So I shouldn't confess to a crime on the air. <laughs> I mean, I feel like no one's listening, so it's not a thing. Yeah, so, if anyone is listening, I don't know if you guys remember back in the day. <laughs> there were, there were, uh, there was in the backs of magazines and such. There was ads for like Circus Magazine, Columbia House, and what was it? BGM, BMG. And if you subscribe to them and paid them a monthly fee, your introductory offer was you got like 10 CDs for a, a penny, right? A penny. How did you pay the penny? We said a check you for one penny? It to the fucking order form. There was a little no way. A penny to it. I remember being afraid of credit even at that young age. So, so was I. <laughs> so what I did, go ahead. Michael Greger said, Please, please fucking do it. Please fucking do it. We will give you money for that. We will, it will be the fucking... Or if he just sends us a really... It will be the Facebook profile photo. Wait, send us a really clear photo of it and we could put our own logo on the mattress. Like the wall behind it could say Vex on Vex podcast with the Piscope mattress. Yeah, that could be a thing. There's there's our merch. Like Firepants wants to make us t-shirts. There's our Everybody merch. Everybody else sells t-shirts. We sell piss stained mattresses. <laughs> on a t-shirt. On a t-shirt. <laughs> so don't go ahead. So you take the penny. All right. So you take the penny, the thing, and you send it in, you get your first thing. But then you're subscribed for a year and you have to pay a certain fee monthly for a year. I didn't know that. Yeah. And, that was and part it gets it. a little more expensive after that. But I didn't want to do that. So instead of writing my own name on there and actually subscribing, I would fill out a fake name and send them to my neighbor's houses. And then when I got home from school, I would steal the package of my CDs out of my neighbor's mailbox. I mean, that's larceny. That's interstate commerce. It's, it's you know, I'm messing with the mail, so now it's a federal offense. That's interstate. mail. Go ahead, producer. I'm curious. Well, I'm allowed a lot to touch my phone, so you, okay. have, you have to just so, do it for us. That might be quote of the week. It's going to be hard to be, I'll piss on that mattress for thirty nine ninety five. I'll piss on that for a dollar. No, I was unaware of the Cheddar Goblin. Existing back then, yeah. Um, so yes, I definitely, uh, committed mail fraud probably. How many times? I think two or three. <clears throat> and you made sure they weren't home from work or anything to get your mail? Yeah, yeah. Wait, were they like the Bart Simpson fucking fake names? Because that would be amazing. Uh, no, they were actually like... IP freely. No, alcoholic. That's one of my <laughs> favorite ones. Because he, uh, he turns out, he's like, is there an alcoholic here? And drunk Barney from the corner pipes up. He's like, you know, we all are, bro. That's my favorite. Barney. Is Barney still on there? Yeah. Is he sober now? No. He was sober for a minute. Looking for a man to hug and kiss. <laughs> that's a good one. Plow King. Mr. Plow. That's my name. That, that name, name again, again is Mr. Plow. And then Plow King is Barney. I know. And he does a song with Litter Ronstadt. <laughs> I forgot. 
Mr. Plow is a loser, and I think he is a boozer. Actually, I know the whole thing. Go ahead. When the snow is a fall in the number that you should be calling is KL48796. <laughs> Let it ring. Mr. Plow is a loser, and I think he is a boozer. That's why you need to call the Plow King. <laughs> Was it really her? And then he, yeah, 100%. Yeah. That's fucked up. And then he pulls up and shoots out Homer's tires so he can't go snow plowing. <laughs> and he drives away and he goes, Say hello to the plow king! <laughs> <laughs> oh, the, my favorite scene from that episode, though, <laughs> is the end scene when his business goes to shit and they repossess his plow truck. And, you know, he's all bummed out about himself. But, you know, in the way that Marge always does, she's like, well, do you still have the jacket? Yeah. And she's all turned on by the Mr. Plow jacket. And as the scene, the last scene goes black and the credits are rolling, Homer's putting on the jacket and coming to bed with the jacket on. He goes, forecast calls for flurries of passion with extended periods of getting it on. <laughs> Uncle Gregory said, I love when Barney gets in a fight with Evander Holyfield and winds upside down in the trash can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My favorite Barney moment was when he made I think it's like season one or season two His, his short film uh, <laughs> Remember that shit Don't cry for me I'm, I'm already dead My name's Barney Gumble. I'm 40, I'm single And I drink <laughs> And then it's Finn at the end Yeah, Everybody's crying <laughs> Oh Barney Fiddlesticks eh that is the uh, Jay Sherman Critic crossover episode. No, it's not. Yeah, because he I judges the show. film festival. That was a good show. How'd that exist for as long as it did? It I didn't. It was on for two seasons. That's a long time. That's like 100 episodes, 50 episodes or something. 26 I don't think weeks. So. I think there's very few episodes of that show. The Critic. It was great. I loved that show. I loved it too, actually. There was another one. Who was the fucking doctor? Uh, Dr. Katz. Yes! With the squiggly The worst movies. fucking animation ever. And you couldn't watch it because it gave you a headache. I loved it. I fucking loved it. Derek said, it stinks. I love that show. Michael Gregory said, Jay Sherman's drunk dad was awesome. <laughs> Jay Sherman's drunk dad. He did have a drunk dad. Really? I believe so. Huh. How many episodes of The Critic were there, producer? Oh, She's yeah. mixing up a concoction. Is there booze in it? No. Would you like booze in it? No. <laughs> I feel like maybe would you, you say would. how many episodes was there of the Yes. Say you're not talking to the microphone, it makes me sad. I, I, I enjoy the critic. I also enjoy just John Lovitz in general. John Lovitz is funny as shit. No, because John Lovitz, who was never a stand-up comedian, opened up his own fucking comedy club. Do you know about this shit? No. Like, it's like the John fucking theater or something. John Lovitz the theater. The critic had 23 <clears throat> Oh That's my it. god. Twelve and twelve. I would go back and watch the crew. Twelve and eleven. Probably funny as shit still. Twelve, twelve and eleven, I corrected. You were too busy drinking. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, two, eleven, twelve. So good. So do we take out the fucking part of um what we rattle and we sing because he's moved? Is it gone now? I'm, I'm not giving that shit up, are you? Speaking of which, here, Derek. Gondrill, 
take me home to the place I belong, West Virginia, Mountain Mama, take me home, country roads. So is he, he's officially moved in now, right? He's been there for like two weeks or something. Oh, shit, y'all are on there. Have you heard le- lately? Because I haven't heard anything lately. Yeah, like yesterday. Yeah. What, what do you got? So, apparently he had ordered... <laughs> oh, that hurts so bad. Oh, my God, I'm sorry. It's like five minutes. So, you know, be careful because you're going to hit the other one doing that. So just be careful. You ever hit the other one when you're shaking from the first one? I don't think I have ever done that. No. The crazy bone? <laughs> no. Um, I think you won't go to the week. <laughs> you win. Yeah. So he had ordered a couch like last week. I remember this. The couch did not come. Still. It turns out you can't just buy a couch. Well, I learned that the hard way. No, I'll buy that for a dollar. He did. But it's the runaround. Then the couch did get delivered, but it was damaged. <gasps> so he didn't have the couch. They took it back. So now there's like a big thing with it's damaged. I want my money back. Whoever he bought it from said, we'll give you an upgrade and we'll knock money off. With two Ds. It'll be there Saturday. And I wrote back, I'm like, it ain't coming Saturday. Probably not. You should have just got your money back and called it a day. You probably can't get your money back. Johnny Mac said, fuck your couch. (laughs) Fuck your couch. That's pretty good. I'm going to screenshot it. That's because you have sex with him. He's not going to win with that. No, fuck your couch. It's pretty good, but he's not going to win. it won't make- How did you fucking fall for that? You're like tough as nails, and you're like, no, we're gonna vote for you, group, group. What the fuck but is I wrong with you? I Why? Because I fucking felt like it. That's is anyone gonna come to this live show with the poll? There was eleven yeses, no nos. No so, nos. And that's the poll only lets you do it for two days. Like you couldn't keep it up longer. So eleven so, people yes. are are game for it. That's not a lot of people though. For that place though. So if eleven people bring a person, you get twenty two. I could be 22. That'd be alright. And then maybe like random people that will show up. Dun, 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 there's no randos there. There are none. There's no walking crowd. No. Uh, do you remember when 1984 was literally around the corner from yeah, it? So, it so you could do a show and then go visit the other show and go yeah. back and forth. My uh, my third wife blew the owner of 1984. <laughs> so every time I look at that building, I'm like, she like totally sucked. In there! She's a groupie. Exactly. In the building. That was fucking funny. Who did I go see there? Was it the blowjob queen? No, no, it wasn't. You want to hear ironic about the blowjob queen? When you married her, she stopped sucking your dick. Isn't that cool? It's a thing, right? Sorry to hear that. Sorry to hear that. That's not bitter or anything. Sounds like maybe, maybe you are a little bit. No, it's a little bitter. I'm good. A little bitter. No. Yes. No. We laugh to get through the pain. Johnny Mastiff, did she blow him in 1984? Well, she wasn't alive. I don't think he was alive. I was definitely alive. Yeah. But I was definitely not. Oh, my God. I watched uh, Last Night Again, Abducted in Plain Sight. Remember that classic? Oh, yeah. And he tells um, the guy, the flower guy who blew him, he's like, I'm going to, it's going to blow your mind, but I had sex when I was four years old. It's <laughs> such a bad show. <laughs> it's amazing. It, it is, but I'm saying it's bad. Abducted in Plain Sight is fucking amazing. Never seen it. What? No. Do you have Netflix? Yes. Bro. You're going to like it. You said that about The Room. Too. No, all right, all right. I am not kidding. I, the, I know The Room is shit. I'm not dumb. <laughs> this... <laughs> that might be quote of the week. I know The Room is 
I'm not dumb. But this is not shit. And around 15 minutes in, you start screaming at the television. You don't want to scream at the television. Maybe it's 18 minutes. But when you find out... You can't help it. You can't help it. By then, you're just like, ah! Like, the crazy shit happens like eight minutes in, and you're like, oh my god, that's crazy. And then, like, 30 minutes in, when you find out about the whole thing with every member... Why, why do I remember this? I, I it's remember, been discussed on a lot of programs. Was it like... Michael Greger said I briefly worked for the Gang Bang Queen. We know. So, was it... Um, it's like a made-for-TV movie or no. something? No. What no. It's like ripped from the headlines type of shit. Yeah, that's why I guess... No, but we, we can't... We, thing it, it too much, and I don't want to ruin it. The bottom line is there's a child molester. Okay. And hijinks ensue. Hijinks is and there's not the word. A really angry FBI agent who's still mad fifty years after the fact. He's still mad. Like mad. Good. Like yelling at the camera man. Almost. Nice. Yeah. I'm it's kinda like my Uncle Tony yelling at me. My Uncle Tony asked me, this is so fucked up. <clears throat> I was like twenty. And he's like, Come here. I'm like, Yes, Uncle Tony, who's like seventy or eighty. He's like, I need you to go on your computer. And print me up a little ID that says my name and my address and my phone number. To which I want a business card, an ID. Pay attention, Dave. So I'm like, I'm like, okay, Uncle Tony, no problem. And I forgot about it because I'm a kid. So the next week, I come over and visit my parents' house again. They're not there. He's there. He's like, did you get the ID? And I'm like, oh my god, I'm, I'm real sorry, I forgot. He then tells me that I have a brain like a sieve, which still. Hurts me to this day, nearly 30 years after the fact, by the way. Like, I'm still upset by that sentence, right? And I'm like... I like, like the fact that he ripped off Cheech and John to insult you. The Cheech and Chong reference the sieve? Mama talking to me, trying to tell me how to live. I ain't hearing nothing because my brain is like a sieve. It was common. Daddy doesn't like me because I wear my sister's clothes. <laughs> What's the next line? Coming in the bathroom with a pair of pantyhose. Very, very Beavis and Butthead of them. A little bit, yeah. Which is 20 years before. So I believe that the sieve like that was vernacular for like the 40s. Yeah, yeah. And that's where this guy was young and groovy, you know. So I was so mortified that I left there immediately and went to Kinko's and was like, hi, I need this. And they typed it out and we picked out the printer paper and they fucking laminated it for me. And I brought it back and I'm like, here. And it cost me like $4 or something, right? I didn't want the money. I just wanted to call me. I fucking brand like a sieve. And he's like, thank you. Why the fuck don't you have an ID? You're a grown man. Why the fuck would you remember this? Why was he making fake IDs? It wasn't fake. It was, was his that? real name. And his address and his phone number. But why? I have a theory. I don't know why. You can't question a man who's 80. He would go to the to the casinos often, right? You, you get on the bus and they drive you down and you hang out all day and then you come back. Well, his mind, I think he was always afraid he was going to have a stroke or a heart attack or some shit because he liked to smoke cigars and he drank. And so if he you does... out with Tim's dad? <laughs> she didn't even hear you. <laughs> Okay, we'll make sure you have it. Yeah, that. I brought a few text messages and screenshots from 
Oh, is that hour two? We have really like you know, tease it. Oh my goodness! Use the microphone. Wow. Oh my god! All right, it's nine oh two a.m. at the nine o'clock hour, Miss Tiffany. Let's do your installment of Crazy Person of the Week. Okay. We're trying not to laugh into the microphone, but just continue. I purposely laughed into the microphone. So, with that being said, I have three files of just derogatory, some not derogatory, shitty screenshots, text messages, and I think I'm going to read one a week. There you go. So, there is a one of three restraining orders in this file. So, Your Honor. <laughs> Please approach. I'm trying to find a good one. What had happened? Okay. So at one point when he thought and spread it out that I had hepatitis C and all the things, it was, he followed me on Instagram under like, it was called I'm Lebowski or some shit is on it. So this one says, even I'm not sure where this mouth has been, but you know what they say, a lady never spits and hepatitis C is for life. Right on my Instagram. Oh my right. god, that looks like my second wife. <laughs> so then, there's a bamboo hepatitis C you. Like, give me that one. I'm gonna show this to camera. And They're amazing. <laughs> this is so good. And you can tag his name because he's dead. Because so he's not. dead legally, we're fine. All right, Facebook gets to treat first. Bamboo hepatitis as you or sees you. How do you, why do you think you had hepatitis? Because I was dating. Oh, that, the, guy. that guy. I almost said his name. Uh, whatever. But he 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 had cirrhosis. I thought. He was. Is that is it also uh, Paulie D? Is that in Jersey Shore? Oh my God! It is Paulie D. Yeah, I could, it, is, it is Paulie D. Why do you know that? Does Paulie D have hepatitis C? <laughs> I mean, Would probably. That make him so then, when he found <laughs> that Paulie D. C. When he found that I was dating. The guy, he put on there this picture of this guy who was on a, a series of intervention show. And it said, oh, that's the dude. I know who that dude is. That is. That's the, the dude. Huffer. The, the Huffer. Yeah. He's he goes, awesome. He dude. Goes, I know this dude. He lives in Port Richmond. I wonder if you can put up my fucking porch railing, you junkie. Oh. So then. Why would he be mad? He just was mad. And then I got the get used to it, Mrs. Hepster, and it was like warning flags of like, you know. Then we have, now, this is where he got weird. Not that he was oh, weird. Oh, uh, yeah. On it hasn't been weird yet. Because he was on Grinder. That's a gay guy. Right. So, he knew that I liked Urban Cowboy, right? That's a great fucking movie. I fucking love that movie. It's Do you? Oh my god, it's so good. No. My favorite part of the movie is the, uh, anyway, go ahead. So, now mind you, in this picture, he's with the new girlfriend in the picture on Instagram. Fucking straight up screenshots, everybody. Straight up screenshots. And her are like now in real life, like really best friends. She has to come to New Year's? What's that about? I mean, I can invite her. So what he did, what he would do to take emphasis off of trying to message me is he'd write quotes up in the, the head <gasps> of Instagram. So it says, sometimes even a cowboy has to swallow his pride to hold on to somebody. 
Hashtag Uncle Bob Urban Cowboy. Right? I do love Uncle Bob, though. So then, now this is like back and forth, but here was the one that really grinded my fucking gears. <laughs> so as I'm dating railing guy, he goes, when can I call you or is this Pepsi faggot with you? You can't say faggot. He can. <laughs> I guess he can. I will talk to you later. No resentment, just talk. You owe me an explanation, darling. You visited my dad when you were with that junkie, which I don't remember that because I never went to visit his dad after that. Then he goes, Pepsi increases your chances of dying. Peace be with you, you scumbag Chester whore. Right there. The irony is, who's dead in the equation? It ain't me in the railing, guys. It ain't me. Alright, so so this girl that he dated afterwards, you know her now? Yeah, because when all this shit went down, I'm gonna ask Shit's her. about to go down. She messaged me on Facebook and said, like, hey, this is so and so. Do you mind if we talk? And I'm like, oh yeah, sure. I said, Do you want to meet at Starbucks for coffee? I said, that's fine. So I met her brought my files, and I said, here you go. This is what you're dealing with. Because apparently she wasn't aware of the drinking and, like, the weird behavior. So she went looking for him at the Mountain Motel in Hamilton, and she found him, and when she walked in, there was high-heeled shoes. There was dildos. And she's, she's like, I was looking to see if there was a girl hiding in the bathroom. She's like, there was nobody there. I'm like, because he was by himself. Because he was wearing the shoes, Taking it in the ass with the dildos, and I'm talking like of all shapes, sizes, colors. Like there was no discrimination there. After all, there's no cock like horse cock. Right. <laughs> so then, the greatest song ever written. We just started like kind of tag teaming on his ass and calling out on all the shit. And then at one point, he tried calling me to see if I could help him patch up things with her. And I'm like, yeah, no, bitch. Bye. Bye. So that that was. Just, that's just the and you are friends with her now, right? Like, best of friends. As oh, Is there any chance she would come to the program? Yes! She probably would. She probably would. Can you call her right now? We need oh, no, text her, her, text her, text her, text her. We need to arrange this. Interview next week. Oh, yeah. So, how are we referring to the psychopath? What's his, like, nickname? The binging alcohol. What did he tag himself nurse. as on Instagram? Hmm? What did he tag himself as on Instagram? What was the name? We call him So Your Lebowski. I hate to describe the name of Lebowski talking about nice. that. Okay. All right. You can call him the Downwell. No, I like the first All one. Right, viewers, if you're listening, think of a good nickname for this fucking asshole. What was it? The something alcoholic nurse? What's the first one? Ban. Ban's good. Binging alcoholic nurse. It's like alcoholic Oprah. It's like pleasant. Except not cool. But it's not cool, right. Alcoholic Oprah's the fucking tits. <laughs> alcoholic <laughs> Oprah's a good fucking time, dude. If you write a book, <laughs> the title should be Alcoholic Oprah. Look, the Copenhagen band, it was like, I don't know how you came up with that name. <laughs> ah, I'm fucking genius sometimes. Uh, my mom always said that I should write a book about my life. She always told me. Featuring that. Creepy Colin. <laughs> Creeper Colin. Creeper Colin. Creeper Colin. I heard he was a good sport about it, though. Oh, he was. He was. He's, we, like, we, he's I mean, like, I know Creepy. I was fine. openly referring to him as Creeper Colin in front of a bunch of people, so he didn't seem to care. Which bartender was it? I hadn't seen her before. Did I miss that? Was I there? No, no we weren't there. 
It was Saturday. You were across the street. Yeah, you were here. What'd you think of that party? It was good, right? Yeah, it was good. I had a retired police officer trying to talk my uh, 29-year-old roofing assistant into becoming a police officer. Who thinks I'm fucking psychotic? You, you well, are. You kind of are. He just was like, you're crazy. I'm like, I know. Well, then why are you surprised that he said that? But then I tried to put it off on Amanda. <clears throat> well, she'll, she'll, like, you know, hurt you. I said, but I just like to ruin lives of, you know. That's worse. You know, all right. What's worse? The one who hurts you emotionally, so when you're laying in bed at night, you're crying yourself to sleep, or the one who punches you in the nose. I would, I think emotional is way worse because oh, if you yeah. get in a fight, it's over, yeah. <clears throat> unless they broke the nose, which is different. Fire camp said, "Hey, lol." <laughs> yeah, there hey, you hey. are. Those pictures of her laying across the table like Jack paint me like one of your fucking yeah. French girls. It's everything. <laughs> it's pretty solid. Dude. No, there's another one. There's, there's another more? version. There's a different angle that I just oh. run across yesterday. The wheelchair is pretty great. She's a fucking dude. What is she thinking? But he dumped his wife. He had her fine, no problem. But when he gets his own, his own loving marriage, I mean, boom. Definitely a vehicle accident in the barn. All right. So people don't know what the fuck we're talking. There's, there's, there's no chance he did it on purpose, right? This was incidental. I was not there. You don't know. I was with you. It may have been a, a fight earlier in the evening, and he just. No, because they were both in good spirits. And he just took a hard left, just, just to temper over a little I was bit. Drunk, so I don't know. He wouldn't I, do that. But I, he would never do that. I'm just like, like you would, you guys would never. Eh, you know. Our Robo RoboCop remake scene, twenty-seven. Can we play it? I'll give a shit. Like go. Oh, too long. We'll get, yeah, we'll get to that after the program. We'll discuss next week. So, I'm fascinated that you somehow made friends with this other woman. Well, because I think at first she didn't believe me. And I really was telling her, like, I've got screenshots, pictures, blah, blah, blah. How did you make the initial connection with each other? She, she reached out to you. Baseball. She reached out to you. Okay. She said, like, he says, all these things about you, she's like, and I'm now kind of believing they're not true. I'm like, well, I don't have AIDS or hepatitis. That's not true. I said, um, as far as his little, you know, tiptoeing through the fucking tulips, I'm like, that's what he's been doing for years. I said, now he can tell you, like, for months. I'm on an AA. I said, he's not. I'm like, because. When he told me he was going, I followed him there, and he went to the fucking liquor store. I'm like, AA's over there, not here. How come they're so close to each other? Have you noticed that? Yeah. It's a thing. We Why used to, do you think? I fucking 12 Keys in Levittown, there's a liquor store right across the street. What do I think? I don't, I don't have an opinion. What do you mean? Tell me. It's an easy target. So, all right, all right, Someone's wait. Someone's going to leave that meeting in <clears throat> I think it's uh, harder, it's harder to have, to get the licensing for a liquor store, Right. And they feel like they're more established. Every time I've seen it, I'm of the opinion that the AA pops up after the liquor store is already established. That's the impression I've gotten. Because there's no AA people that have been around for 35 years. Those places are kind of like newish most of the time. 10 years, 5 years. I wouldn't know. But I'm telling <laughs> I'm not a quitter. But I'm telling you. So when I see it, there's yeah. fucking squares. <laughs> <laughs> fucking nerds can't hold your liquor. Fucking gay. <laughs> Vex on Vex podcast does not support any of the claims made by Alcoholic Oprah. <laughs> or Vex. We disavow. Or anyone on the program. Johnny Max said, Chloe HP. 
That's the one I was trying to think of. Okay, so there is a fucking beer distributor, a gigantic one on Tarzell Avenue, right? And then right next door, they open up a dry fucking rock and roll club establishment. And it's like, I guess he did that for not having to get a liquor license, to be honest with yeah. you. But then AA people would congregate there and have meetings there and hang out. And you'd look across the parking lot and there's the beer place. And I was like, this makes no fucking sense. Like, I was upset by this tremendously. It was not cool. And it's happened. Like, he's right. Club HP is definitely a primary thing. That guy's a whole fucking creeper. You want to hear a goddamn story? It's not my fucking business. Yes, I do. O-M-J. Okay. The guy who opens Club HP, I'm not saying his name, but I remember it. He had been the manager at like some strip place for like eight, ten, eight to ten years. Like he was the guy. And he was like, Vex, he was very calm. He's like, do you know what it's like to have a woman who's pilled out of her mind, who just got in a fight with her boyfriend who punched her in the face, and then you got to put her on stage, you got to shake her tits because it's her time. He's like, I can really wrangle some shit. And I was like, wow, I'm a little impressed because in my mind, I was, if you're working, it wasn't pinups, it was somewhere else. If you're working at a, at a strip club and you're in your 20s, you're like, this is amazing. I'm going to fuck all these bitches. He didn't want to fuck any of these bitches. No. They're like the worst of the worst. I of think the they worst. got some shit going on. Maybe Hep B or some shit. You know what I mean? Hep, hep C. So, is it A, B, and C for Hep? Is that a thing? Uh, he said I had Hep C, so I was going with that. All right. So, he worked there for a long time. He saved his money, and he's like, I'm going to open up a music venue because I love music. And he wasn't a musician, but he loved music. And they built a, a decent stage, and it was big, and they brought lights in, and they had decent sound, and he put some money behind it. And it was like all ages shows every day, like all kids, all kinds wow. of shit. It was pretty fucking cool, man. Okay, if you were like 16 years old or 13 years old and you had nothing to do on a Friday or Saturday night, yeah. you could always go to Club HP and it was always packed. And by this point, I'm like 22 or 23. I was like grown. You know what I mean? But we would play there. So we were there all the time. It was fucking cool. So there was a local musician. Some underage tale. <laughs> well, between 18 and 21 is still technically under the bar age and you could have sex with these people. Correct. Yes. But I got to be honest, I had a psycho girlfriend named Sarah at the time, who was definitely a fucking helicopter chick. Like, it was hard having a second girlfriend on the side. I mean, I pulled it off, but it was difficult. Yeah, let, those, let hover, those hovering girls are not. And this is before social media, so you figure I could really get away with some shit. No air tags back then, you know? Nah. So, and I did get away with some shit. I had two full relationships while I went to Europe on tour. Anyway, different story. You should buy the book, 12 Feet Tall and Bulletproof. <laughs> it's available on Lulu.com. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for that. So... There's a musician who was like my age. He was grown and he had a couple of kids and he had a beautiful wife and he was a really good player. He has been intertwined in my life through back things. We never really met me and this guy, but I had hired a drummer at one point who knew him. And then a really good friend of Starscream now was in a band with him back when they were like 18 and shit. So it's like, he's been like circling my life, but we never met. So now we meet at this club HP place and he's pretty impressive. And I was like, I took him to my, my producer at the time. I was like, Hey, this guy's pretty good. You should probably look into it. He's a really good songwriter. The guy who ran club HP befriends him and his wife. And the guy came with his own wife. And now they're like these cool, like maybe mid to late twenties couples and they're hanging out and they're having fun. And this guy from club HP wants to fuck dude's wife. Right? Because dude's wife was a smoke show. Still is a smoke show, I might add. Nice. A million years later, she's fucking hot, dude. My friend married her sister. So I guess it was a, a brood of hot chicks. I don't think. So anyway, he wanted to have like a commune where he gets to fuck 
all the chicks, including dude's wife. And dude was like, hold the fuck up. I appreciate playing at your club. I like that part. But you think you're going to fuck my bitch? And I was like, yeah, be a man. Rah. And they didn't, I don't think, came to blows because musicians are no- notoriously pussies. But Are they? Yeah. Yeah. Musicians are? I don't think all musicians are. Most. I don't think all of them are. Most? All right, let's discuss that for a second. Okay. Who's the tough guy in our local music scene? Would you fight Pumpkin? <laughs> If I had to, of course I would. Not a fucking chance. I mean, I don't I want. I don't want my to. My fat ass would run the fuck away. That dude's nasty big. No, he's not. Bunk You're is- just tinier. He's not nasty big. I love him. He's my friend. Also, Punk is the nicest guy in the world. And I, I he's would so not fucking fight. nice, but I feel like I feel like he's got some. He he could just go ham. I feel like if Pumpkin went off the deep, he caused him to go. I think it'd be hard to get him back. But I don't. I think it would take a lot to push him. He's a oh, very. Yeah. There's people in the scene who are like, ah, and he's not one of those people. No, no, definitely not. So he's not the one I'm afraid of. I because even always if be afraid of. even if he no even if he no no no, no, no. even if he knocked me out he would stop. He's not going to go over the edge where he's bashing my brain in and I'm going to die. He's not the guy for that. Because we did him. But I didn't do anything to him. You said, would you fight him? If I had to, like, we had a bass player. Like, I was like six five. I used to think him was kind of scary. And now, as more time is passing, I'd fight him if I had to fight. Him. I don't want to fight him because his reach is tremendous. But I would because everybody has a jaw, and if I can nail it the right way, they're gonna fall the fuck down. I don't want to fight anybody. I don't want to fight anyone either. But I'm you, 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 you asked the question. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I don't think all musicians are pussies. I didn't say the words all musicians are pussies. But there's no tough. Did you guys. fight Gary? There's a question. Gary's fucking spider monkey crazy. He'd fuck you up. But he doesn't. You're missing. (laughs) When you were a professional drug dealer for X amount of years, that's not the guy you fight. And that's a fact. No, I would not fight Gary. And this, I've said that before (laughs) at band practice, but most other, listen, I'm a man and I'm in an industry where I see a lot. So you too, you see some shit. We've seen some shit. So when I look at musicians in my mind, often I'm like, pussies like that's just what I, I look around and i don't have a lot of respect for a lot of them like in, in like mixed martial arts or fighting they're fucking musicians i'm not talking shit i'm a musician but then i've been in other industries where it's a little rougher and i'm like fucking pussy shit like and then dude i am also not a pussy <laughs> i just remember <laughs> no i i wasn't i've never there aren't a lot of tough guys in the music i was letting him talk i was holding on to that one for a fucking minute <laughs> I've seen really tough people. Gary's a really good example. You brought up Pumpkin. I'm not trying to like disparage the man, but I think he'd give you a fair one. He wouldn't kill you. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Gary might kill you. Gary yeah, might kill you. But Gary's got flaws too. Like I size people up when I meet them, and I know where I got to kick someone to watch them drop. And, th- and that's what I'm saying. Everybody's got I something. I'm not saying I want to fight anybody. But if I'm in a situation where it's me or them, I'm going to figure out a way out of that fucking problem. That's I just fair. am. I How just am. She knocked me the fuck down. You know that story, right? I'm always Fucking six one, two twenty, knocked me on my ass, and I was just like, she didn't stab you. <laughs> I I really am. And then I was like on the ground. I was like, bitch, I'm on the ground. How the fuck did that happen? She's definitely got some strength behind her. No, well, it's that low center of gravity. <laughs> it's a thing. I can vouch for that. I don't know. Greg Denninger. Did the ha-ha laughing emoji. 
I'm not sure what you're laughing at, Greg. But I don't know if it's the fighting, you. like Fight Club aspect, or just. Like I just remember. I'm telling you, and you too. Remember being a kid and a young adult, and you go into the world, and you're like, people in trades are tough people. Oh yeah. And so when I look at my friends who are musicians, I'm like, eh. Like I'm not afraid of a lot of those fucking people. I'm just not. I'm yeah. not. A lot of us work in the trades though too. Well, those people I have more respect for. But there's a myriad. There's there's so many musicians. I'm like fucking pussies. Like I just think that in my brain. Like no, you're right. I, I, I really do like and and they're catty and they fight over dumb shit Dude, I've been around a long fucking time. I've I've alienated a lot of people. I've been alienated. I pissed off a lot of people. They pissed. They mean like it's smug. <laughs> there you go. You're a smug narcissist. So sir. Derek said I met a guy one time who was like six seven and wanted to fight me and it was so off putting because I'm not used to guys who are bigger than me that I walked away like a pussy lol. And I Derek wouldn't. I wouldn't fight Derek. I wouldn't fight Derek. Derek's got that strength that if he gets his hands on you. You're not doing anything. And so if you do that, you got a bob and weave, whop, whop, in and out. I also, think, I also think Derek's a super nice guy. And if you got him mad enough to the point that he would fight you, I think he'd just like gorilla tear limbs off. That's what I'm saying. And I, and I definitely read that of the room. <laughs> I think I'd be more afraid of Derek than Pumpkin. Because though Pumpkin's a tough, and I'm not saying he's not a tough dude, he's just not a mean guy. And no. I think there's a lot of anger underneath Derek that's been permeating. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because he's really nice. You gotta watch out. Well, I'm a rocker, not a fighter. <laughs> Amen, Derek. Good for you, Derek. Now, see, Johnny Mac would probably try to break up the fights. Probably. I definitely think. And I run fucking like an asshole right in. I'm like, come on! <laughs> I've been punched in the face so many times in my life. Like, because I'm like often bitching and moaning while someone raps me in the face. I'm like, oh, now it's gonna be fuck. Ow. Fuck. I don't like getting punched. All the time. Said, I will take an ass whooping before I back down. Yeah. I just like to, th I, I size up everybody I meet. I size up everybody I meet. I'm like, if this goes down, would I twist that? Would I kick here? I would I? Like men, women, and kids. Usually, I, size <laughs> I size up children. I will knock a kid. I always okay. thought. I would pick a kid up and beat another kid with the kid, and then the rest of the kids would scatter. Like you can use a kid as a weapon. I've I've often thought about this. <laughs> I've become the get off my lawn guy, and I didn't even know it was coming. Like it's, it's a thing. <laughs> if I'm not there, I feel like I'm close. There's a kid up the street with red hair, Dave, <laughs> and I watch oh, him in his little school backpack, and he's like ten or eleven at this point, maybe ten, and he had a bottle. And he kept slamming it to the ground like a soda bottle because he wants it to explode. Yeah. He puts it out for a car. And this is in front of my house. Right? So I watch this for like five minutes. I walk. I'm like, hey, stop doing that. I live here. Go do that in front of your house. Which yeah. is some shit my dad would have said to me. Right? And then he was like, and he kind of scampered away. And then I saw him the other day. And now he's a little taller. And his hair's a little longer. But he was more respectful. <laughs> yeah, but is it? Wait, so you're naturally a redhead? So wait, when you had things down below, it was red. We were showing me a picture. Did you dye it red, or is that your yeah, hair? So you're a demon. Yeah. You both are demons. <laughs> yeah. Don't be scared. I'm fifty percent redhead. No one knows this. That's because you have no hair. No, no, I, it wasn't at all. But my mother 
had the reddest hair ever, curly, spiral curly, and covered in freckles. And probably batshit crazy. Oh yeah, literally certifiable. Um, died in an institution being crazy. I can I can explain to you in like five seconds what is wrong with every person with red hair. Go ahead, five seconds. None of us understand middle ground or gray areas. Oh, so it, like a woman. It's black or white. It's zero to a hundred. A woman. That's it. There's no middle ground. So a woman. If that's you're pretty way. fucking diplomatic though. When I have to be, but I don't be. like being that way. Really, it comes off very natural. I try. Like, because I'm a sociopath. <laughs> <laughs> Should I be afraid? Should be very afraid. Hey, you never know. I might be out to get you. Oh, I think you would have got me by now. Yeah. Shit. Mathematically, I don't know. <laughs> no, I'm really not. That seems like it's going to be a lot of effort. So, yeah, I'm a, I'm a crafty bastard. Yeah, you are. Probably I was once told. I was once told by a former employee that I'd be easy to kill because I'm very, I'm very, uh, I'm a creature of habit. You are very routine oriented. I yes, am. That's the thing. I really am. Like I really am. Someone could find you. No, no, I want them to. Like, find me, please, find me. Come, come, just, a, just come, a please. No, not that. It, it, all right, Listen tell me. At this point in my <laughs> life, <laughs> at this point in my life, if Ruckus is coming. I'm prepared for the ruckus. There's not like I've had a gun pulled on me. I've had a knife pulled on me. I've had things happen. I've never been shot. Uh, thank goodness, knock on wood. But I'm not that afraid of it. And every time I watch someone with a gun on TV, whenever they push a gun to someone because I've taken a weapons training course, I know how to get that weapon. Now, if they're sitting where Tiffany's sitting and they pull a gun, you lose that fight. Yeah. But if they can touch you with that weapon, they don't know how to use that fucking weapon. And I know they don't know how to use it. I'm going to take that weapon. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's a weird dichotomy that we got down on the road. But anyway, if ruckus is coming, I am prepared. I am prepared for the ruckus. Every time I get in my car, my hand is here. So if they put the thing around my throat, they're going to get my hand. <laughs> Every time. There's no one in your car. You don't know my life. There's no one in my car. <laughs> I'm ready. And then eventually I'm going to get too old where I'm not ready. And then they're going to come. I'll be 60. I'm like, I don't care anymore. Oh, fuck, I'm dead. Arr. Nope, don't care. Prepared. Do you know that we are two minutes away from an hour in and we've hit zero topics? That's my favorite kind of show. All right. I want to discuss this legitimately between the three of us. Francis Bean Cobain this week married Tony Hawk's son, Riley Hawk. Nothing? You got nothing? Because I have a whole bunch of theories about this. I mean, I, I don't really pay attention to that. It's two people who are tremendously overshadowed by their parents' success. Because neither one has ever done anything. And I'm not talking so shit. It might be what they have in common. No, no. That's my theory. Okay. Is that who else is going to get living in the giant shadow? Tony Hawk, and for all intents and purposes, is America's sweetheart, kind of. Do you think they know who each other were when they met? Or if they were just hanging out in the same place and they got to talking, and, and this topic came up, and one of the, and one of them was like, "My dad's so and so. I bet you can't top that." And the other one was like, "Oh yeah." In my and that's how it went down. In my brain, there's a rich kid convention, and they met at the convention. I don't think they have rich kid conventions. <laughs> you don't know. Like, you I don't mean, know. I think they're called boarding schools. Oh, but they're both like thirty. They're not kids. You know what yeah. I mean? I don't know, but the the son of Tony Hawk has accomplished dick, and Francis what Bean. What do we do? Do we know? I'll tell you in a she's gonna look everything up. You just live off dad's money. Well, 
He, you know where he made his real money from? That fucking video game. Yeah. Like, like a lot of fucking money. Like a lot. He was already wealthy, but now he's like, oh, like Howard Stern land, you know? Oh, yeah, he's, he's living large. And fuck Howard Stern, by the way. You'd have sex with Howard Stern. Fuck that you guy. You just said you want to fuck him? He's a pro skater. Of course he is. And I knew that was going to be the fucking answer. She's a model. She's not, though. That's she had to chop off her giant snobs. Did you see right. that? Yeah. She had the Courtney nose, the original Courtney nose, oh, the fucking sad. Faith No More days Courtney nose. That's sad. No, she fixed it. She looks all right, but like it's really a big shatter to live in. And then she was attacked. I like Courtney better when she's trashy. So you just like Courtney all the time because there's there's never a time when she's not. I trashy. just tried to be cleaned up for a little while. Five years. You get a five year run. I wasn't buying it. And I wasn't even into it. I'm like I don't like you anymore. Rem- this is Riley's dad is world world famous skateboarder Tony Hawk, and Francis Kurt Cobain. Like, not even really saying a lot about them, but right off the jump, we got yeah. parents. But they've done nothing. They haven't done. Anything. So she's. I have to. No, I'm not saying economically they'd have to, but Jim Brown, who was the greatest football player of his generation, named his son Jim Brown. Okay. And he said, hindsight being 2020, when his son tried to play football and he was nowhere near because he took like the mother's side and not the father's side, that yeah. happens. He's like naming, if you're a big personality, you better name them their own name so they can go out into the world and do their own thing because he's Jim Brown Jr. and that fucked them up for a while. Yeah. They said he, Tony Hawk's kid won Amateur of the Year award in 2013. Exactly. Really didn't do anything else. So 10 years, you know what I mean? Through a pandemic, didn't do shit. He has a couple clips of him on YouTube, like, that's it. Maybe he should be a podcaster. Oh, he's not a sociopath. <laughs> you don't know that. He might be. They might both be. He looks pretty groovy in the picture, to be honest with you. Oh, he sings in the band called Warwick? He's in a band? I wish he was in Warrack. Did you get that reference? Those creepy kids, the fucking rappers? The ones that you, the ones yes, that I torture you with? Yes. Yeah. Do they actually rap? It's called Warish.fan. I'm so glad you asked. I'm going to ruin your day. I hope they rap. They got oh. 1,200 likes on their Instagram. Who, Warrack or the, or the band? Oh, Warish. Hold on. All right, so we're, we're playing something that's completely not related Dave, to this. you're going to love it. <laughs> I hope I do. Warrack rappers. Johnny Mack has said, my dad shot himself, so could you top that, LOL? My dad lived and made a fuck ton of money. So, I think he wins. All right, this one's from six months ago. All right, good. I've seen these guys. I fucking hate them. I hate these fuckers. Wait for the hammer guy. You win my city. I got a message. Before I rap, let's pray for a second. No. (laughs) (laughs) This time is like an ancient scripture. So bow down and worship the 
I cannot replicate this magic. Warrack! Oh, you Dude, here comes the hammer. Just get fucking ready. I'm fucking for a stay while you see that? Yeah, that's superb. Everywhere we go is Warrack's turf. Yeah. Uh-huh. Throw the hammer. Yeah. I love the rap. All my so much there's so much to unpack here but it's a whole lot to take in <laughs> i don't know what just happened i don't know what just happened either i'm just gonna put my phone down and not worry about it okay what are your thoughts thus far from the powerful war rack that's real right they're attempting to actually be they not- went on air quotes a tour during the pandemic like down south and they're drunk and they're on stage and no one has a shirt on and there's like seven or eight people in the audience it was amazing it was amazing and like all right go ahead i have a whole bunch but i want to hear what you're thinking kirby said dave's face is great so i don't even know where to start I don't. Uh, there's so much, like you said. There. Well, I can begin if you would like. Please do. I, please. I adore that they have to read their rhymes off of their phone. Yeah, that's that's a my favorite aspect of it. Okay. That's B. No one can rap in time. Not at all. Which I think is so glorious when you're trying to be a professional musician, right? And there's never any beats or music. Ever, ever, like, yeah, war act. You know what I mean? We're coming on the scene and we're going to scream and live the dream. Know what I mean? Actually, that was in time, so it wouldn't work. But that was better. Better. (laughs) (laughs) And then the one guy throws a hammer in every video. In the traffic. Well, sometimes on the ground, sometimes in the sky. The guy who came out of the leaves when they're in their shitty apartment, Dave. They have the worst apartment. Like, I had a shitty house when I was 22. I did. I, I had a shithole. But my it's, first apartment was, I was. <laughs> it's so much worse. And so there's like a mini fridge. And this guy's dropping like, I don't know, what's it, bars? And then the dude comes out of a mini fridge. Oh, shit. Blah, 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 blah. He popped out of a dumpster before. Like, his thing is to be inside something and then appear. I feel like he's the most creative one. <laughs> The hammer guy. But here's the thing. Did no one explain to them there was a very successful MC in the rap game named Hammer? Like, did this never come up before today? Please, Hammer, don't hurt him. Stuck at number one on the Billboard chart for six months. I remember. There's a thing. And so you've literally named yourself the Hammer when there's already a Hammer. Is his name the Hammer? Yes. Yes. But he's not MC Hammer. 
And oh. he's not just Hammer. But Hammer dropped the MC later on. Because he was going to compete with but Michael Jackson. That guy is the Hammer, and that's different. Is it? Is it? So we are oh, the... No, no, no. no. I'm, I'm just... Wait. Yeah, I'm, I'm playing devil's advocate. We are the Metallica. So is it different? Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the Metallica. We play all our own songs, but we're called the Metallica. Yeah, the star screen. <laughs> you should announce that one. We are the star screen. I say the star screen band. <laughs> the Hammer. Warrax like the greatest thing ever. Like I love them so much. I'm a little over it now, but before you and I were podcasting, I was really up on them. Okay, so I'm sure somewhere in their fucking antics, they're out there probably trying to get laid. The one who started was way pudgier, and he's obviously trimmed down over the past year, so I'm proud of him for that. He always has his shirt off normally, but I guess they were outside, so they didn't. Yeah, okay, they're trying to get laid. They're in their early 20s. They moved out of their parents' house. They have the worst apartment in American history, and then the hammer guy got like a 25-year-old Honda, and they were like, oh, shit, new whip, moving up in the world, what, what? And you're just like... Okay. And I don't think anybody has a job, but maybe they do. Maybe they're fry cooks. I don't know their lives. I don't know. Maybe, maybe they're fucking landscaping for Vex's company. My, my point is, my point is that somewhere along the line, in their in their in their attempts to get laid, they have to tell a girl that they're a rapper. No, bro. I feel like that's their opening. We're from fucking war app, bitch. What's up? Like I could just hear that being the opening. Everybody in their stupid little town, everybody knows who they are. Like the guy at the barbershop's like, oh god, it's with the Warack. Fucking. These fucking assholes. But when you're an obnoxious asshole to this degree and you fully embrace it, there is something endearing about that. No, like they are garbage and fully embrace the garbageness. And there's something to it, man. There's not. They're scumbags. Well, so are we. Not like that. We're different scumbags. I know a guy. He was so scumbaggy that he was banging these two chicks at the same time and couldn't be bothered bothered to wash his dick and then gave them both little fucking diseases. Who did that? You! That was you! (laughs) They both got yeast infections. Yeah, you're like, you don't pay attention. I remember that fucking story. Yeah. Yeah. So for you to look down your nose at them, they're the next generation of scumbaggery. Ah, you know what? Oops. (laughs) No, but that's the thing. We've all done some questionable shit. What do you mean you don't do it? Everybody's done it. So you can't put them down for living their best life. There wasn't social media. When the broken we're an atrocious band with a really good guitar player. There's no footage of it because we were children. There's like one videotape performance that I still have the oh, fucking tape of. That's what I'm saying. So had I been 22 and there was social media and that's how you marketed yourself, there'd be a huge record of us sucking for a long time. That's all. Yeah. yeah. And there isn't because it wasn't around. Do you think they'll get better? Mm. How could you not? The best Nowhere to go but up. That's the thing, if you, uh, dude, you know that line where like, Dave, your band's actually really good. Yeah, because 30 years in, you're going to improve. Yeah, that's true. Well, if Warax around 10 years from now, which 
I don't know. They're going to knock. Somebody's going to knock somebody up. The hammer's going to fucking graduate college finally and do so. Because he looked pretty ethnic. I feel like his family has a business somewhere that okay. he's going to fucking eventually work for. You're so bad. And tell me I'm wrong. You're probably not wrong. They're pretty bad, though. The little white guys, like the fucking, the, the kingpin, but they always go in the same order. So it's like little white guy, giant fucking Indian looking dude with the crazy afro popping out of boxes and shit. When he popped out of the refrigerator, I was like, you know, the refrigerators don't have air in them, right? It's sealed. So how long were you sitting? How many takes on the phone? We're like, all right, and go. <laughs> like if they could just memorize their lyrics, I would at least have some type of There'd be more, it'd be more respectful because I remember... MCs and hip hop back in the day, it was in your head. And I could still freestyle. Like, it wasn't good, but I could freestyle better than they did, I think. I would think so. And they're just like, yeah, we're at Warack. Nah, I mean, nah, I'm saying this the dream. I'm going to scream, triple beam me, nah, I mean. And you're just yeah, like, yeah. no, Warack, I, I don't yeah, know, I, nah, I mean. That was, I heard Hillary Duff in there at one point. He did say Duff. <laughs> it's pretty rough with the stuff and Hillary Duff. Oh, man, it's tough. Who wants a doff? Hammer time! Go lay by the bay. I just may. Go eat some hay. <laughs> You're cray cray. Or <laughs> do what I say. Should we make a rap single? A thousand percent, yes. No. Yeah. Now read it from our phone. Oh my god. Podcast! Podcast! Back song, back. What? <laughs> So we're going to spoof Warack. No one knows who the fuck they are, by the way. And that's going to be our promo video. Podcast! <laughs> I don't want any words. I just want to stand in the back and do a podcast. No, they have guys who don't speak in the videos who wear masks. Like a Halloween mask just standing like this. Let me do that. <laughs> yeah, you have a plethora of those masks. It's a totally it unrelated topic. What is Johnny Mac doing tomorrow? No, you have a show tomorrow. It doesn't, doesn't do a anything. thousand miles away. It is a thousand miles away. Michael Breger said, I want to see D <laughs> up out from the sink rapping. <laughs> done and done. Did you ask if he was dressing up tomorrow? No. I didn't ask anybody shit. You said I'll join that. Had nothing to do with the show. I wanted him to dress up for a fucking rap battle. He could be the guy in the mask. He has to leave early. In the back. I give him the Pennywise mask. He can wear that. <laughs> oh my god! Look, I don't know anything about this place. I will tell you this: uh, the Mispillion Brewing Company tomorrow night, uh, Pistol Razor, will be playing with our dear friends in the very possibly mighty meat Cloud. and they actually went above and beyond and put like a nice little video clip thing together for the fucking Facebook. I a lot of places don't do that. I was pretty impressed. Pretty impressed. I they know they're four fucking hours away from like civilization. There's the word I was looking for. What the fuck? Are we connected? That's literally the word I was searching for. And that's the third time today. I think it's voodoo. Choice now. I just got texted by Starscream's manager, Mike. This is amazing. You ready? Songs that excite white people playlist. You ready? At number one, Stacy's mom, Fountains of Weight. <laughs> and I'm like, I like that song. <laughs> uh, I 100% like that song. Number two, Piano Man by Billy Joel. I'm like, I like that song. Ah. I love it. I, I, I do. I do.
I got beef with that song now. Oh my god, number three, Don't Stop Believing by Journey. I love that song. <laughs> yeah, That's like do. my anthem. <laughs> so there you go. There, oh. I can, hold on, before you even continue, let me just say that I have no doubts that I, I can picture myself hanging out with you at a bar, shit face drunk, and don't stop believing coming on, and you screaming at the top of your lungs, this is my jam. Time, <laughs> somebody better cue that shit up, and I will do that. This is my song! Next house party, I'm going to have it ready, on CD, on CD, ready. I'm going to break something. No, I'm like, I'm not that clumsy when I'm drunk. That's a lie. How am I clumsy? Have you ever seen me fall down? Wow. I seem to well, stumbling and falling are two different things, though. They're pretty close you together. You never know if I really drop. I'm not going to lie. That's true. You guys are disturbingly alcoholic-like. <laughs> and now that you both have natural red hair, I'm more afraid of this entire thing. So we are all connected. That's fucking weird. Don't make me part of this. Well, you're already part of it. Uh, <laughs> he's like, all right, this is, a, this is fucking random. I apologize. There's a skit on Saturday Night Live with Will Farrell plays Neil Diamond. And he's doing a storyteller's thing. He's like, I wrote this song about, about a, a drifter when I tried to get an erection. Forever in blue jeans, right? And it's amazing. And John Goodman's the bass player in this thing, right? And he's like, that guy's under that weird kind of porno that's illegal in like three states. And he's like, just leave me out. He's like, I'll leave you in! And I know that's random and no one gets that joke. So, uh, basically what you're saying is Will Farrell played Neil Diamond and he said weird shit before he went into the song. Oh, every time. So he's essentially Will T. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I go to the cemeteries a lot, you know, with my dogs. Which in my head, I'm like, so the dogs are just pissing and shitting all over corpses. No! That would cost money! No. No. No fucking way. I know this guy. And I love him. So then he's like, yeah, you know what I see? I see a lot of dead babies. And you're like, what? Like, did you find the dead baby section there? Yeah, like, look, right here, that's where they're at. There were were like seven people at that show. And we've made so much fun of him that he has full-on embraced it and will warn the audience. He's like, this is the part where I say weird shit between songs about dead babies. He gets it. Hey, if if you're if you're owning it, if you're embracing it, good for fucking you. It was meant to make him dissuade from saying inappropriate things on stage. Derek said, "I never realized it until Beck said it that he looks so much like John Mellencamp." Lol. Will T. Will T. Does he look like John? Well, Neil Diamond. All right, have you seen John Mellencamp lately? Post heart attacks. Yeah, looks a little bit like him. In the face. I can see that, I guess. A little bit. Yes, he was talking about Will. I didn't think I said that, but I'll take the credit. Little Jenny, my Jack Nagy. Do you know who fucking made that song so good? Uh, Mick- what's his name? The dude that played the intro to it. From what band? I forget. David Bowie's Spider from Mars. Mick Ronson. Uh, how many How many songs are on that list? There's more. Is it, don't, don't tell me any of the songs yet. Wait, Just no, check no. and tell me yes or no. If there is or is not a John Mellencamp song on the list. Is you is or is you ain't Where the fuck is that from? Is you is. Yeah, it's Tom and Jerry. I know that song. 
That's not racist or anything. That's good. Dude, cartoons were fucked. 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 And like a lot of the humor that I had like carried over into my childhood, my parents looked at me cross-eyed. I'm like, but it was in the cartoons. I don't understand why you were so upset. I was just kidding. I would say really mean shit to my mother. <laughs> there were there were so many great cartoons back in the day. And like looking back on them now, I'm like, we shouldn't be allowed to watch these. We're not, by the way. They're all fucking censored. Listen, there's remember, more. Remember the crows from Dumbo? Of course I do. Like they are obviously meant to be black people. African Americans, maybe. Like, without a doubt, even that. But it is the worst stereotype ever. It is really shit. <laughs> Go ahead. I felt bad for Dumbo. But yeah, it's me too. Bad. No. Number one, you leave my exes out of this. No, you're the frog. Yeah, that kid, that elephant got pulled away from his mother's arms. That kid was heartbroken. Those fuckers that did that to him deserve every fucking thing they got. All right? They did that to him because they thought he would do nothing about it. And when Dumbo finally decided to fuck with their shit, guess what? He deserved what you get. That's Disney, right? Yeah. So they really supported the Nazis, like, a lot. A full on Okay. Back to my fucking creepy list. So we have Stacy's mom, Piano Man, Don't Stop Believing. Yeah. No, the next one's my favorite ever. Are you ready? Ice Ice Baby! Oh my God, yeah. Fuck yeah! When they were in Step Brothers, and this is like 2008, I think that comes out, and she was like, Ice Ice Baby, he's like, that's a great song. She's like, it really is. I was like, yes! It I felt that in my heart and soul. It really is. Fucking Ted Danson's wife telling me how great that song is. So good. Oh my God. Shot Through the Heart, Bon Jovi. And you're to blame. You know by name Rio. Oh, 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 oh. I don't know if I like that one or like living on a planet. But Desmond Child pretty much wrote both of them. So you can like those songs all you yeah, want. I will also say the thing that puts that song over the edge is Richie Sambora's harmonies in the song and not so much John Bon Jovi's vocals on their own. So Now, this one I can't believe is on this this early. Mr. Brightside by the Killers. I like that and song. I do like that song. I like the entire Hot Fuzz album. I hate it. Really? I hate it. I remember buying it when it first came out. I read an article in Rolling Stone. Brandon Flowers was 23. He's like, I'm going to teach the world to dance. I remember thinking, faggot. So <laughs> <laughs> I thought. Now, this is the last one because then, then it cuts off. Come on, Eileen. Dexy's. I fucking love that shit. And I like when the B sharps win the Grammy. And like, I think that's not the last you've heard of Dexy's Midnight Run. Yes. <laughs> the B sharps. I'm telling you, Dave, when I hear that journey, it's on like fucking Donkey Kong. <laughs> no more journey psychouts, dude. But you know what else is my anthem too? Is the outfield. Your love. And I only. Say that because me and my girlfriend brought down the fucking house at a bar. <laughs> Jesus, Christ. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Holy shit, that's good. And the delivery's perfect. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Slave action. Can't we do Rossi? Too awesome. Ah, Rossi. There's a whore living in your building. The superintendent. Get your own goddamn. Man. But she 
wrote a thing on Facebook this week that she is 100% wants to haunt people when she dies, and she has a list. And I almost wanted to write a fucking Will Ferrell video right there. Oh I'm definitely on the list. Definitely on the list. I thought that. And I thought, this bitch is right about me. <laughs> it's about you. <laughs> Especially now that our profile picture is Step Brothers. <laughs> Is that what it is this week? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. It's like the family, the stepbrothers, like family photo. Oh, like that's, sweater, that's the pretty good. Sweater. It's pretty good. Now, I will say this: Did you see the comments on it? Yes. My my dear friend Kate commented on the photo. It's Will Ferrell and John C. Riley in the matching sweaters. And my friend Kate commented and said, uh, "You and I need to recreate the photo." Or if somebody knows good Photoshop. Photoshop your face. No, recreation. I will we gotta find we gotta buy the sweaters. Yeah, we will oh, wholeheartedly do it. It would oh, be hilarious. Fuck yeah. And it's got like the, the patchy blue, like old school, like 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 school photo background, dude. It's fucking great. We could get the blue blanket and just yes. hang it. And then one sits higher, one sits yeah, lower. Yeah, hundred percent. If we're really smart, we'll have the one the profile in the back. Yeah. Like Oh, so good, dude. I'm a thousand percent in on this. All or, in. can we just go to Sears and take family photos? I don't know if that's a thing anymore. It is. Is it? No, look it up, young lady. If no, we keep. Yo, we'll road trip the show next Friday. We'll go fucking do it live. Do it live. We'll do it live. There's nothing. The best is when Stewie does the fucking recreation of it yeah. on Family Guy. And it's like beat for beat, like it's like, dude. First off, Bill O'Reilly is kind of a piece of shit. Kind of. All right, he's a hundred percent a piece of shit. And to watch the dude lose his shit like that after trying to be this hello you know, upright fucking citizen of, of you know moral fortitude, like suck my dick. You're a prick, and now everybody knows it. Good. Fuck you. Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. Wow. <laughs> what are you, ludicrous? He was very offended by him. Who was offended by Ludacris? No, Ludacris was... The, well, Bill O'Reilly attacked attacked a fucking Ludacris at one point. Why? And then on the chicken and beer record, he, he discusses it. Why Why did he attack Ludacris? Um, our know? producer will look it up in a moment, I'm sure. Who attacked Ludacris? Bill O'Reilly, 20 fucking years ago, attacked Ludacris like in the press. That's ridiculous. What did Ludacris ever do? Well, I don't know. I don't know his life. No. Maybe he took his bitch. And I don't, I don't think somebody's. I don't, I don't think O'Reilly and Luda were fucking in the same circles. Oh, I think that's a po very strong possibility, you my think? friend. Hip hop was a thing. I, I'm just saying. I feel like Bill O'Reilly slumped it with dirty hookers. I want to say really inappropriate sentences from my Kanye West records, but I'm not going to do it. The ball is something Matrix. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. So Bill O'Reilly said that he wanted. Uh, the soda company to drop Ludacris saying that he, he um, what you call it? Promotes he, gangs? No, that he degraded women. So does Bill O'Reilly. I was going to say, like, right. come on, pot, meat, fucking kettle. Didn't, didn't he have, like, assault charges against him <clears throat> at one point? He said, I'm calling for all responsible Americans to fight back and punish, punish Pepsi for using a man who degrades women and encourages substance abuse. That's what the, the beef was because about. Pepsi is super healthy. Bill O'Reilly, something about gigantic balls. Fuck, I'll find it. I'll find it. That's amazing. I do love Luda. I liked Luda there for a minute. 
I got no hate for them. Chicken and beer is a good record. Chicken and beer. I, I think chicken and beer. Is good. He talks to Bill O'Reilly in this as well. Does he know the war act? Well, do they know Luda? That's the question. I think Luna should put him on a <laughs> I support all of that. That's a great record. Chicken and beer. I remember driving around. I had a white Ford Thunderbird with black windows. This car was sharp. And I had like a five disc CD changer in the trunk because that was cutting edge technology 20 years Super ago. Super fucking cool. Superfly. And I had the Superfly soundtrack and chicken and beer in the changer. Oh. Superfly. Curtis Mayfield, love that shit. Uh, Richard Roundtree just died. Did you see that? No, I didn't. Yeah. The original shift. Mm -hmm. Was it from the titty cancer? Uh, no, no, he beat that. Uh, <laughs> and, a lot of he's dead, so he didn't beat much. Uh, it was, uh, he got uh, prostate cancer, pancreatic cancer. Oh my God, he just fucked. Yeah, one of the two. All the organs. He was 81. Yeah, 81. 81's not. Mm. Do you want to be 81? Listen, yeah. my dad's 90. No, I'm saying us. Do yeah. you want to be 81? I don't want to be 81. Oh, yeah, you're, 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 your whole thing is immortal. I'm going to live forever. I'm going to learn how to fly. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And then when you put the hands up, I lost it. Oh, my God. That was so good. That, 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 that. Johnny Knox said, in fact, you also had DMX in a changer as well. Every fucking day. Every fucking day. And I had a bunch of white kids in the back seat. And I put on... Oh, this is what I used to play. And they looked at me like I was retarded. Because he was like rock people. And I was like, I love DMX so much. I kind of into it. Hey, I'm, I'm kind of into it. Alright, this was the record. And then there was... No, that's not it. That's not it. That's not it. Flesh of my flesh. Blood of my blood. Fucking love that fucking shit. Bring your whole crew. DMX is an angry dude. Nah. He's pretty angry. Nah, yeah, right. <laughs> Here it is. Why'd you good girls like bad guys? And I'm like driving through the city with this like bump in, and my friends are like, the fuck is wrong with you? I'm like, I don't know, it's amazing. You're just amazing. I love it. I fucking love DMX so much. I will play this for 20 minutes. I don't think we're allowed to do that. I mean, I don't know how we can get any more trouble than we already get in our life. What did you say? Oh my god, I love DMX so much. I have never seen news radio. No? Not a second of it. 
Because when that was on television, I was at that age, I was in my 20s, or early 20s, I had a car, I was never home. I never saw that show. I never saw that show. Um, I wasn't, I didn't watch a ton of it. Never saw but it. But the episodes I saw, I always, I always enjoyed Dave Foley. I liked him from Kids in the Hall. Dave Foley, during the making of that show, was going through the worst divorce imaginable. Uh, I did. And then he was making a lot of money because he was on a network show. So they set the fucking alimony ridiculously yeah. high. And then the show got canceled and he still had to pay that fucking alimony. Dude, it really ruined him. And I remember thinking, I was like, marriage is bad. I mean, I obviously get married all the time. But before that, <laughs> next one's going forward. Everybody has to agree to a fucking prenup. Ironclad. I mean, I mean, hey. I have a, and, and if you think, as far as people on that show go, if you think Dave Foley's marriage was bad, Phil, Phil Hartman was on there too. Well, no, Hartman was like cheaper to keep her. <laughs> no, he was asleep in bed and she shot him because she was high on cocaine from Andy Dick. Now, here's the thing, though. The Andy Dick thing had happened five months earlier. She was sober. Look at you doing into the mic. Okay. Now I wasn't telling her anything here. So fucking Andy Dick, she's sober. She meets Andy Dick at a party. He gets her fucking partying again. And then six months later, five months later, boom, boom, boom. Phil Hartman. Fucking crazy. It is fucking crazy. And a young Joe Rogan was on that show. Oh, yeah. Here's the thing, right? You're married to a pretty nice lady. I like her. I've been married to a plethora of people. That's just bad choices on your part. And it's definitely... But his previous wife was a cunt from hell. I mean, she was worse. Like, actually, I, I don't like my ex-wife, but she's actually worse. I have more hatred in my heart for that woman than I do for my last ex. And I know. No, I'll start screaming the way she treated this man. I'm still mad. If I see her, I'd spit in her fucking face. I think we can all agree that Johnny Mac's pretty much the nicest dude in the world. He really is. And she was so mean. I remember him trying to justify to me that going on vacation in Disney World wasn't gay. He fucking hated that, though. But that's the thing. He lied. He was like, no, it's it's pretty good. You know, we have a good time. And in my heart, I was like, I'm going to let you finish this sentence, but I know you're full of shit because I know you. And they used to do, like, yearly um, beach trips with the whole, like, family, and he doesn't like the whole boardwalk thing. No, I fucking hate the boardwalk. I hate the fucking beach. Like, let us loose in a fucking airport, and I'll do the beach in, like, Jamaica or something, but yeah. I'm going to go to, like, Wildwood. All right, number one, I won't go to fucking Wildwood, just so we're crystal fucking yeah, clear. Secondly, though, I do love a boardwalk. I love yeah. it. An adult boardwalk in Atlantic City, I love that shit. I fucking I love, love it. Do you? Love I'm it. Not a fan. Not a fan. And then there's like a beach there. Watch the tram car, please. That's in Wildwood. That's not in Atlantic City. I, every time you say boardwalk, that just is what's that's in my what head. I fucking, hate it. I fucking hate it. You represented it poorly. I haven't been to the fucking. I haven't been to Wildwood since the 90s. Mm, I don't think you're missing much. But I go to AC, man. I, I love that I shit. I have been, but sparingly. Uh, my wife loves it there. <clears throat> not I. My kid so likes it there. And let me tell you, no, very kind of nice actually. They, they understand my dislike of it, and I'm not required to go. Your massive hatred of immigrants? No, Wildwood. I said nothing. Few about people it. know that I'm creatively fueled by my massive hatred of immigrants. I'm not Walt Disney. <laughs> no, that's that's the joke from the Will Ferrell skit. I think Poor Neil Diamond. I hate Johnny Mac's ex-wife is because of the whole. 
not supporting the band thing, didn't really want to play. I'm okay with that. I'm not it was the not supporting him thing. Well, yeah. The marriage, the way she left it, like, I, who the fuck is she right. to be like, I'm leaving you? Johnny Mac's personal business, or does he not care? That's he his wife. He doesn't care. That's his wife. Yeah. He knows. We, we I'm know. the one, I, I'm not going to get in trouble. She's going to get in trouble. I'm going to get in trouble. Fair. I don't even know this bitch, so... And, yeah. and and we're building up Johnny Mac. We're not saying anything negative about him. The fact that he lived under that fuck those conditions, I remember thinking he was kind of a saint. And I remember my last one, Mike of all people, Michael Gregory, who came over to visit, and I had to talk to him in the driveway because Psychopath was running around the fucking house being a psychopath. And I remember looking, he's like, hey, man, you want to go to lunch? And I was like, I don't I don't think I can leave, buddy. <laughs> I am just going... <clears throat> I mean, I, 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 I didn't abandon my home. I, I got her out of the home. I, I definitely think Dave's wife is like the nicest person I've ever fucking met. Uh, she gets a little snippy when she's drunk. Oh, you, you shush her. You shush her. I shush her. I shush everybody. But nobody likes to be shush. Shush. Yeah, she really doesn't like shush. Nobody likes that. I'm so little salty about it. She should be. I think it's amazing. <laughs> and I've seen her since, and she was nice. Yeah, she was. I'm telling you, still... You're, lo you're looking at that face like, she's still a little upset about it. Good. I mean, can you make amends? I don't want to make amends. <laughs> well, so no. Then, okay, then there's that. I could justify as to why I did it. Only one of us was drunk in that situation. Yeah. One me. I wasn't talking about crazy shit. She wasn't talking about crazy shit. She was trying she's to help me clean your house. Which, <clears throat> now, you were also a little drunk. You want to really discuss this? And I'm not being rude. I no, I really don't. Okay, because it happened outside. It didn't happen in the house. You ready? Yes. You're going to like this. Woman who has undergone massive lip injections admits it may be difficult to eat and drink. No shit. Did you see the size of her lips? Yes. It looks like one of those, you know, when people have really bad, um, hold on, fissures in their buttholes? Fissure. Anal fissures? Fissures, I think they're fish. called. Fish. No, it's fish. He's correct. Fish. No, it's it's anal okay. fissures. It's really what we're arguing about. <laughs> She's like, it's fish. Fish. It's fissure. So you get a donut to sit on the fucking toilet so you can yeah, like yeah. shit properly. That's what her lips look like to me. Well, yeah, there's giant like, butt donuts. You can put a pin in it and they're just like, Do you know? I didn't know this. That's all temporary. They work their way out. I learned that because of Love After Lockup, actually. Do you watch the follow-ups where they find them now? Yeah. And she's like, I can't believe I have my lips feel like that. I just let them leave. She got 30 mils of lip filler. That's a lot. I, I don't know how much that is, but I'm assuming it's a lot. Um, I, I, <clears throat> I, again, I, I have questions. Why would you do that? No Did one. you see the, the former dancer who said she was working in it? Oh, Atlanta? I saw that, yes. And their butts were just leaking. Yes, they had to go on stage with leaking butts. Leaking butts. So she's a self-proclaimed plastic fantastic. Microphone, young lady. Plastic fantastic. She's a vacuous garbage human being with no redeeming qualities. But we're talking about her, so maybe there's a little bit of hey, gave me fodder for the program. There's not. There's not. She won't be famous tomorrow. Yeah, but like nobody gives a fuck about you, your fucked up face. You're mad. I can tell you, there's anger here. I feel bad for those people because they're damaged. There's something wrong I with know, them. I'm damaged too. We all are a little damaged. You have art. You have art. She doesn't have art. Sucks for you. Well, then she goes out and fucks her like appearance up. She's not yeah. Eat soft foods right now. That's stupid. 
I like soft foods. Get a straw. I was thinking. I was thinking straw. I was thinking straw. Pay your fucking penance. You did this. I took a glass of gold. Of water before a little bit of the sip leaked out. She couldn't even get her mouth around it. But this is a good way to go. You're a lady. How do you feel about plastic surgery? I would never do it. Well, I wouldn't. I would do Botox, and I'm still. And that is plastic surgery. It's not though. It's injections. I'm not going under the fucking knife. I'm waiting. You could still get a full infection. You could still paralyze portions of your face. Right? Do you know what Botox is short for? It's a fucking disease yes, that they're injecting that. into you that paralyzes muscles. Like, that's what it does. That's why it stretches your skin back, because it's fucking poison. Stretch your skin back, tuck your sack back, whatever you want to do. Look, I only want it right here. Oh, I Dave, look, right there. I can't why? believe you referenced that. <laughs> oh, I have a new thing that happens. There's a fold in my eyelid sometimes that I have to do this for it to leave. So my face is officially beginning to fold. It's falling, right? I'm also two years away from 50. So I think I got pretty far and it did okay face-wise and I'm okay with it falling. The assassin said I would totally <clears throat> do it all. I just would do the both. Elective surgery in America, especially because I have seen so many instances where the person who, who gives you the medication to go to sleep, what's the word, what are they called? Those people fuck up constantly and aren't even on the hook for it. They just walk away. Like, well, I'm yeah, sorry, your mom's dead. And so elective surgery, I'm afraid of regular surgery, right? Elective surgery can fuck right yeah. off. I will rather, so something grows on my body and this has happened, I get a soldering <laughs> iron and I burn that shit the fuck off. I could never though. You wash, you use fucking medication afterward. I mean, I got a burn shit. I mean, that's correct. He, she has a point. And it's healthy. And Says who? You? The physicians who've touched the pubis. So you, you let the physicians know I put gasoline on my pubis. No, no, I don't like volunteer the information. <laughs> no, but he has done this. And post this, they have reported uh, no ill effects. So. <laughs> No AIDS. <laughs> Kills everything. <laughs> Random question, Bex. Is there any chance you've been putting uh, petroleum-based products on your penis? You know, it's funny you say that, Doc. I'm a roofer. And then I got an out. I'm like, you ever get muck on your dick, Doc? And he'd be like, no. But let me tell you how to get it off. Why were you roofing without pants? It's not that. Hot in summer. And your balls itch. <laughs> yeah. And then your mucky hand goes in to scratch your balls. Ah. And it comes out. I've come home with it on my pecker. I've come home with muck on my pecker. Dude, so, the like fuck the... Well, it's... Kind we, of, yes. it, it's Are you pulling that off of the skin of your dick, though? Like, that would have to hurt. You said it's on there. You want to know the secret for real? Yeah. If you really use gasoline, it comes off easy. Yeah. No, the other way is really WD-40. And three-in-one oil, it turns out. Anything petroleum-based repels it. you just use gasoline? I never thought of that. That's like... Over the counter, but, like, no, but WD-40 is really easy. Yeah, it's a, Car. Fucking Vaseline's a chemical. What's the next topic? No, no, no. Let's discuss. Dick in the Vaseline. <laughs> oh my God! You have now made me think of a dream I forgot I had until right now. Hallelujah! Let's go. When the alarm the went left. When the alarm went off this morning, okay. I don't know the name of them. There's a local STP tribute band. 
that makes my skin crawl, right? Because the singer guy, I've kind of known him for like 30 fucking years, and we had a drummer in common 30 years ago, and blah, 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 and I never liked him because he was always like doing... Who's, who's the bass? It might be. What's the bass player look like? If he's tall and thin with a black goatee, that's the guts of the band. He's an amazing bass player, by the way. And he's all fucking arrogant. But anyway, so is that, hold on. Anyway, in my dream, the singer couldn't make the show. And they called me like, hey, we go on in five hours. Can you do eight fucking STP songs? And I was like, yeah, probably. Probably. And like, so I remember like I was trying to get my STP look together and I, I was at whatever we were at the venue and it was like a national venue and it's a national venue that doesn't exist in Philadelphia, but Starscream played it six months ago in one of my other dreams. So I already knew the venue. Swear to God. Swear to God that meets in the dream, right? I'm, oh, I've played it before. I had dreams like this. <laughs> and so I have to prepare backstage. There's an old lady. I'm like, hey, do you have any eyeliner? Because I don't have any eyeliner. So she had to borrow some old lady's fucking eyeliner pen. And I did my eyes. And then, you know, my really super sparkly fucking hat over here. I yeah. put that on for my Scott Weiland appearance. And I remember thinking the whole time, I'm like, you don't really know the lyrics, right? But then I sang Meat Plow, the whole song in my dream prep. And I was like, all right, I know some of them, right? And I was like, I'm just going to make them up. But I don't know it. <laughs> That's fine. And I remember, I remember being... Scott Weiland used to make them up. And I was concerned. I was like, is there a teleprompter or something? There wasn't a teleprompter. And then it just... I was getting ready, man. I got in my little outfit. And I was like, oh, I could do this. I'm going to be fucking Scott Wallen for one night. And then I, my alarm goes off to wake me up for the fucking program. You never got to, never be, got to be on stage. So but I, to do this instead. I had the hat on. I did the makeup. I was ready. But you feel lucky? you feel lucky you got to do this instead of be Scott Wallen? I remember sitting in my house on Tuesday going, how many more days till the podcast? <laughs> I wish it was today. Because then the case showed up, and I'm like, oh, I have a new case for the microphones. It'd be cool if we could do the podcast. Super fucking cool. Maybe they'll do one on Wednesday and Friday this week. It's Maybe. It's a gun case. Yeah, I like it. Official AF. Official AF. I wish I had dreams like that. My dreams are not like that. What are they like? I, they're just, they always end badly. Really? I only ever have nightmares. I only have great dreams. The only dreams I remember are nightmares. Everyone. I don't have nightmares. I couldn't tell you the last time I had a good dream. I don't. Every time I get divorced, there'll be like an emotional nightmare dream about whoever I'm divorcing, right? And then they pass. But I don't, in my life, I don't have nightmares. Ever. Ever. Nope. That's all I have. So, do you want to tell us about one or are you just like, them to discuss uh, it? I don't, I don't remember enough of them. Okay. But I can tell you about them. They sort of fade away after you don't really think about them. Had you not brought up what you brought up, I would have forgot that dream even existed in my brain. But I, yeah, 90% of the time I wake up from them and it's, it's always something terrible, like horrible things. Do you want to give an example or you don't want to cover that? People I love, pets dying in terrible ways. Oh my God. Things happening in my life that my whole life just falls apart. Did like, you ever kill anybody in a dream and you have the anxiety of getting caught and then you wake up? No. I haven't either, but I've had a few things happen with the police in a dream years ago. And I wake up, I'm like, oh, thank God that didn't happen. I don't have to worry about that. That was just a dream there, you know? No. Derek said, I love STP. Interstate Love Song is my favorite go-to karaoke song. It's so good. Cellar Door used to cover Cracker Man back in the day. We tried once. It's hard. It's not. No, no, no. For me, vocally. Really? 
Kick it while I'm trying to sleep. I got the mug beneath my shoes. Rubber band, rubber band, gun in hand, gun in hand that I want to use. Chat something. Gotta get away, gotta get away. And I think a bit too much. I don't care, yeah, but I don't care. It's a good tune. Interstate Love Song is a samba that the bass player wrote and brought to the band. It's weird. It's so good, though. STB always played some weird shit, but it was cool, weird shit. That bass player is really the band. Do we hear that? I heard something. What was that? That might be a chainsaw. Maybe somebody's doing some tree trimming or something. But I hear it. Yeah, I definitely It's definitely electric motor of some kind. Oh, the house across the street burnt down. You guys know about that? (laughs) So we were here last Friday, and then I was watching Boardwalk Empire and kind of getting sleepy, and I'm like, I think I'm going to go to bed soon. And I looked over, and there's like a fire truck and flames I could just see right out the window. And I was like, well, this is peculiar. So so I call Lee. Because, dude, no lie, the same house three years ago, I came home from work, I was laying on the couch, and it looked like the bus was on fire. And I was like, oh my god, the bus is on fire! Shit! And I ran out, and it was just the house right across from the bus. That's but visually, right? Did you have to move the bus? Was the no. Bus damaged no, no, no. It seems like it. It seems like it, because... Alright, can any house, any house in America, catch on fire two, three years apart? I mean, yeah, it can, but uh, the probability of it's pretty low. Pretty low. Like, it's pre-disaster. Like electrical, like something just sparked up in their electrical. And, and, they, and you got to figure, because the house was just rebuilt, everything's brand new inside. Yeah, right. So it would be the code. Like, my dad did a lot of questionable electrical shit. I'm sure I told you these stories before. Yeah. We took out the ceiling where Mike lives, Mike Gregory, and there was a fucking... A ceiling fan were just blocks of wood that were like this tall from the ceiling to where the fan was because it was a drop ceiling and it was just like <laughs> you're not supposed to do and that. he didn't have caps so he used black electrical tape to close everything you're up definitely not supposed to do that <laughs> it worked for fucking 40 years yeah well then one time it doesn't and so you, Boom. you get a fire is it hard to put a doorbell in No, I, not. I've never. I've never. Is it hard to put a doorbell in? Skill wise, no. It's labor intensive. Hmm. I mean, I don't really care. I don't have a doorbell. Do you want like a fancy doorbell? Uh, my neighbors are trying to talk me into getting a ring. Where's your electric nice. Oh, it's right behind this clock. Oh, okay. So it's very it's easily accessible. You would love the ring. See everybody coming up to the door and shit? I don't think I want to know. No. And then, did you see the thing where Amazon, we discussed this on the program. Yeah. Amazon bought the rights, I'm sorry, yeah, bought the ring and the rights to all the footage. Yeah. And can make their own, like, America's Funniest Home Videos eventually. Yeah, they can record whatever they want from your ring, whatever they want. And I don't like that. And they own all the video at all times. I don't like that. No, I'm not a fan. We practice here, stealing fucking copyrighted material. They wouldn't see any of that, they'd just see you walking in. No, well, hear it. They would get the audio. Yeah, I don't like that. And I say outlandish shit. Sometimes it's not even on the air. I say terrible things. Probably worse things when I'm not on the air. We're running out of time. We oh, have to discuss shit. this. There's a clock right there. I know, but I don't pay attention. Flatliners, the 1990 film. Right? Have you ever seen this movie? Years ago. Kevin Bacon's in it. He is. And Julia Roberts. I keep her southern. 
and one of the fucking who's the guy who's the guy from Rust who shot people? Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin. What are you talking about? Rust. Oh, I thought you meant the movie Rust. Oh, the movie Rust. So. One of the Baldwins is in it. I believe it's Billy. Getty Lee. It was Getty Lee. <laughs> Getty Lee shot a man while filming Rust. See, I always knew Getty Lee sucked. Just to watch him die. I heard Getty Lee's going on tour by himself. Did you see that? No, and I don't care. He is a great baseball player. I won't go. Well, and I won't be gone. No, he won't. You know why? Because he fucking hates him. That's right. What if he comes out and does only Bon Jovi tunes? <laughs> Could you imagine? He's like, hello! What if he comes out and covers Don't Stop Believing? Don't <laughs> Stop <laughs> Believing! The audacity is what he's going to say. What if he just covers the white people playlist? What if that's his... Holy shit! Ice Ice, ice Baby too cold. Ice Ice Baby and Stacy's mom. <laughs> Stacy's mom has got it going on. Found a way, and they were fucking old then. And it was Rod Stewart's ex-wife in the video. Yeah. Rachel Hunter. Why do I know that? Because she was still hot. Yeah, that was 20 years ago. Probably not hot anymore. What's Rachel Hunter look like these days, producer? Botox to fucking hell. She's one of the cat people now, you think? I think she's naturally like aged well. We'll find out, won't we? Dance, 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 Do you remember when Limp Bizkit covered that for one of the Mission Impossible movies? It was amazing. Stupid. It was amazing. Why would you cover that one? Because I can't write songs. What says you, producer? Hot or not? Oh, she's definitely hot. I'm sending it right now. Ooh. Ooh. We're allowed to look. We're allowed to look. She's probably got a fuck ton of money, too. It is Loungefly, by the way. I just checked oh, that. It is, it is Loungefly. I dreamed that I fronted Loungefly last night. Oh, you did? Are you on the drugs? Are you on the drugs? We're losing valuable Flatliners time. Okay, Flatliners. I remember Julia Robertson a bra. There was a room that was all red. It was weird. I don't remember much. Of All right. So here's the question from Tiffany, right? Oh, here's the picture. Hold on. I haven't received it yet. Um, there is definite face work in this photo. The cheek. No, 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 no. But she didn't look like this. Her cheeks didn't look like that. Right. There's a lot of filler there. Yeah. See the fucking double chin thing? That's going to be the next thing she's going to work on. Yeah, she's getting plasticky. That, those cheeks are way too high. She never looked like that. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying I wouldn't have unprotected sex with her. I'm not saying that. I I'm just pull out because <laughs> she's so old. She's barren. Who cares? But I just meant because she has money. Does she though? Probably Great more than us. Net worth. Ah, 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 ah. it's good having producer. She's gotta here. have money. She gotta have money. More than us, I'd say. Un so what are you banking on? North of five million. Fifteen. Are you ready? As of May. 2023, Rachel Hunter's net worth is estimated to be roughly 60 million. What Boom. the fuck? Definitely wouldn't pull out. <laughs> she wouldn't let you in. <laughs> you don't know that. The, remember, she was married to Rod Stewart. Is he that? So what's he, 300 million? What's Rod? Right. Sir Rod Stewart oh, net worth. He's, he's 300, right? Oh, easy. 
He gets divorced a lot, though. A lot of kids. Yeah, he's probably figured out prenups by now. I'm going to say $300 million. What if she has more money than Rod Stewart? He has a net worth of $300 million. Nailed it! And I didn't, I didn't look that up, by the way. He made a lot of money in the past, like, 20 years doing covers and standards. Did you yeah. see that? Uh-huh. And you know where you make the money doing that? The touring. The or touring. you get, like, a residence in Vegas and shit. No, but he didn't. He went on the road. And he just was like, I'm Rod Stewart in a suit. And I used to fuck all the birds. You know what I mean? Right. I had him pegged for a gay. That's... that's <laughs> <laughs> they pumped so much cum out of the stomach of yeah, Rod that, Stewart. That, that was the rumor, right? That was the rumor. Whoa! I would let her blow me back when she had a face. Yeah, because now it's not good. I wonder what she looks no, like now. It's fucked up. I'm looking. I think for a while she did the Michael Jackson skin bleaching thing, too. Why are you mad? No, but then, like, it's going to take a minute to get here. Oh my God! Look her up. It's worth it. Look yeah, her up. It's I worth it. She looks like. it's, it's, bad. it's it's bad. It's so much worse than it used to it's be. Way worse. Dave, it's is it's, she still doing the skin bleaching? Yeah, it's yeah. bad. She's definitely one of the cat people now. It's really, really bad. She was bad twenty years ago. Yeah, yeah it's horrible. I'm surprised it's, they even like we'll, we'll do work on her. But it's not so good. No, they're whores. It's about the money. So you got money. I'll fuck your face up. All right. So in the movie Flatliners, it's a bunch of med students who will kill each other. How do they kill each other in the movie? With the medication. So they take a little bit of medication, the heart stops. And they have to wait. You wait 30 seconds, bang, jump and bring them back. Then you push to a minute, right? Now in the film, you start to bring them back like ghosts and negative energy from your past and all this shit. So her question was, and it's a fine question, would you fuck around with that? Or would you find out? <laughs> I absolutely would 100% not fuck around. I'm 100% with him. There's no way. I'm going to die eventually. Right. I know. I, there's no choice. You're dead eventually. Dave's immortal, but I'm not. So eventually I'm going to pass away. I have I have a bad feeling that I, I'm going, I'm, we're going under the assumption that this movie is real and that's what would happen. Right? I don't think you'd bring back bad stuff. I think I would bring back terrible things. That's because you have nightmares every day. Yeah, there's something wrong. Yes, we know. You're on this fucking program. Yeah, we so, we are this fucked is, up. This is the least of my worries. <laughs> this is the least of my fucking concern. The least. No, I, I would I would definitely not partake in that event. Um, what if you would, there was a guarantee you could be brought back though? Like my fear would be like nope. something happened and I just was under Nope, that's not even my fear. My fear is not dying, my fear is what comes with me. Like the bad juju. Yeah, because I think I got some shit going on in there that's not of this world. I 100% feel completely differently. I'm like, nope, I'm good. I just want to do a yell clear with the path. But like, I think I, I just get you a taser maybe and, and just let you live out that fantasy yeah. on drunk people. Can we try here? Can we blast each other taser. with tasers on the show? You can taser me. I'll let you do it to me if I can do it back. I'm going to get a teaser. Fuck yeah. There's probably one across the street. Uh, some of my some of my lovely wife's dear friends, uh, one of them is a nurse. She's married to a police officer. And she was a, a nighttime ER nurse for a long time. And he was 
uh, an officer in Camden for quite some time. Now, you get a few beers in these two, they got stories. Oh, man, do they got stories. They both seen some shit. You want to get tased on the program. Said, Fuck yeah. So I don't know if she's talking about getting tased or flatlined. Oh my god, that's dark. <laughs> yeah, that's bad. But we would need people that are to hold like our arms and shit because I can't do a face plan on the on the But either way. You're gonna pee yourself? Possibly. Well then we gotta do it on this floor. We yeah. can't do it in there. Either either way. Either way. Uh yeah. I mean fuck it. Yeah, we she can get tased. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this has been episode number 210 of the Vex on Vex podcast. Morning radio episode number 42. Dave, anything before we leave? Uh, it's been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure. Everybody. It went quick today, didn't it? It did. We didn't cover shit today. We got a couple in. We had a wonderful time. Tiffany, thank you for your time. Happy. The Vex on Vex podcast is available on the Podbean application on your phone under the Lab and Loaded Network. We'll be back next week, kids, 8.30 a.m., perhaps with a taser. There's a teaser for you guys. We are going to tase two of the... I am not getting tased, by the way. Oh, my goodness. Dear cardiologist. He's going to say no. He's going to say no. All right. Uh, I'm only doing this if I can get shocked while Go Grease Lightning is played. I will do that. <laughs> Stay frosty. Toodles, kids. Tomorrow night, Saturday night, Vespillion Brewery. Uh, Pistol Razor, Crow Hunter, Meat Plow, 8 o'clock. Show up. Hang out and drink with me.